In this preview to Eerie History, Mike Marin interviews Ross Allison and June Nixon of A Ghost, the largest ghost hunting team in Seattle. All right, guys, I'm here with June and Ross from A Ghost in Seattle. Um, everyone really liked my conversation with Ross that I did a couple months back, so I thought it'd be cool to bring him back and bring June in for this to talk about stories from the road. Um, how you guys doing? I know a lot more incriminating things about Ross now. Hey. <laughs> Let's screw those I, I know. I know where you sleep, June. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I won't give everything away. <laughs> just some just a little no um how long have you guys been on the road together 10 years plus maybe well, maybe it's over 10 years no i think i think it's been since about 2012 12 because it was right when we Almost. moved yeah uh spooked in seattle we were there at our old location for what eight nine years and we've been over out of it. So it's been over 10 years, June. Wow. You guys have been a lot. Of I, I hate to date you. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not dating me. I know, I know. <laughs> Tell me about your first ever investigation together. Oh, what would that be? Oh, that uh, would be Stanwood Hotel. In Stanwood. Yep. I'll let you tell that one because that was your guys' investigation. Well, I used to be in another group, actually. Um, I was in a couple groups before I came to a ghost. And the other group I was in, um, I was led by a really, really, really sweet guy who couldn't say no to people, let's just say. So if somebody wanted to come along on an investigation, he's like, sure, and bring your friends. So, <laughs> so sometimes we would have 30, maybe 40 people at an investigation. <laughs> Wow. And it was my like job to kind of keep everybody quiet and only send four or five people at a time to the haunted location. Um, so Can you imagine trying to keep 40 people quiet at the same time. <laughs> Not possible. So my friend Todd, uh, who was the leader of the group, uh, also had a radio show and he and I did our own um, kind of radio show and we had this strange person on named ross allison on the show and of course um you know todd invited him to come along and um and be like invited him to come along and sorry i, I got a little sidetracked there uh, to come to the investigation so of course he <laughs> invited him to the investigation and um, when Ross got there, I kind of actually begged Ross to talk to Todd about inviting so many people along. So that was kind of like the first time um, Ross and I met each other, everything. And um, it, was, it, was, it was kind of cool because, you know, yeah, Todd, you know, again, wants to make everybody happy and or June has to try and keep everybody under control. So it was a chaotic investigation when I met her. So for me, I just kind of did a quick tour of the place and then I left because you can't really investigate with that many people around. It's not an investigation and, at that point. And when June asked me, she's like, you know, can you get, you know, him to, you know, see the importance of ha having a small team is. So I was like, yeah, that'd be great. So the next time we got together, I put a, 
together an investigation and um, it was at the comedy club and we actually only had four people. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty amazing. And, and he was like, well, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Todd was like, you know, wow, it is kind of nice having a, you know, just a small, yeah. you know, intimate Not, group to do an investigation. Know, you hear a sound or a noise and you don't, you know, you know that it's not another person walking in that area. It's, a, it's actually, you know, could be something that we can't, uh, you know, we don't know. Yeah, because when you got, you know, that many people, you, you really don't have a controlled environment. So you have to discard all EVPs. Yeah. You know, any everything has to be discarded because you can't validate any evidence True. because there's just too much going on. Yeah. And I think that night we actually got an EVP of somebody whistling. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. And there was nobody oh. else, nobody else there except you know, the four of us. And we were all in the general area together. So, yeah. So yeah, awesome. that, was, that was pretty awesome. But uh, then sadly, um, Todd passed away from um, some cancer and um, Ross kind of inherited me after that. <laughs> so, if I would have known, I would have said, Todd, live, live, <laughs> Todd, save <laughs> me. <laughs> yes. No, I, I love June. We've been the best <laughs> of friends for ever since we met. So Awesome. Um, now, what, what would be your most memorable road trip? Oh my God. there's so many you know because we travel all over the world yeah you know, know um if we're just talking about road trips that would be in the united states but of course you know we were in um you know around scotland and doing our haunted castle tour which was amazing that was pretty cool do we want to talk about that one is that that a qualify as a road trip I don't know. Hey, you were on the road. You were tripping. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'd have to say that is probably one of our most memorable trips was when we did the Haunted Castle tour. And that's where we actually uh, flew into London. Uh, we spent a couple days in London, did touristy things, Highgate Cemetery, which is amazing if you oh, ever make it out there. It's the so oldest incredible. cemetery. I just got hyperventilated actually when I went in there because there were so many of these gorgeous monuments all mm. over the place. I was like, oh, what, what can I take pictures of first? <laughs> I actually lived in London for about a year. Oh, did you? Yeah. Have you been to Highgate? I have, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Especially if you can get a, a tour on the old, old part. They have the west and they have the east and the west. And the west part is the one where you have to book a tour in advance. Mm-hmm. Because I know the first time we went to London, we tried to do it and uh, it was already booked up. So we, we missed out. So the next time we went there, we made sure we had booked it in advance so we so she could see the West End. Because the East End is still amazing. Yeah. It really is. But the West End's amazing as well. But it kind of well. stunk, though. The, the tour that we took, it's like they, they don't let, want you to lollygag as the tour guide kept putting it stop lollygagging <laughs> like, oh, sorry i really apologize for my my my, my english accent english accent was good was that what that was supposed to be june i don't know what it was supposed <laughs> to be but i'm really bad at it but you know to, to be honest the, the fact of the matter is you know me and june are those kind of people that will hang out towards the back because we want to get pictures without the tourists 100 percent no you know, you want to get those beautiful pictures oh. of these monuments. And tour guy was getting madder and madder at us because <laughs> we were oh, hanging yeah, back. Yeah. There were a few other people that hung back too, so you know, and yeah. they were getting a little exasperated too. It's like, give us a few minutes to take pictures. And 
sadly you couldn't see the whole i mean they just took you on you know just the little you know the little section of that that side and yeah, you don't get to see the whole cemetery, but no. it's still it's still worth it. Go, you know, go yeah. check it out. Did you yeah. guys check so we out did, Warwick Castle? I've been there. June hasn't been there. That's my um, one. I have two England ghost stories. My first English England ghost story was back in two thousand when I visited Warwick Castle, and um, I don't know what tower it was, but it was only me in there, and um, I heard footsteps coming right behind me, really fast up. Because like those old, those old um, towers, they have spiral staircases just along mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. walls, and I just heard like the echoing of the tuk 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 behind me, and I'm like, oh god, what what's what's this? And then reading ghost story books after, because like, um, I bought a couple when I was in London the first time, and that was one of the tells. They hear footsteps going up the towers oh, that's there. Cool. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, we did do the Tower of London, so that was like, kind of cool, which is haunted. Mm-hmm. And then when I went there by myself one time, I did the Tower of London again, and I stayed at the Tower Hotel right next door to it, and I was like, kept looking out, hoping to see some specter walking the grounds. The and princes. Then, yep. So please, please help. And there's Philip doing his thing again. <laughs> awesome. <Okay. laughs> so we flew into London. Um, we did, you know, all the touristy things in London. And then we uh, went, uh, took a train to um, the nearest town to Chillingham. Because um, we wanted, yeah, yeah, so we made our way to Chillingham Castle, which was an adventure. If you're talking road trips, that's an adventure on okay. its own because there's no direct route there. You have to get to the town nearest. And I think that's what about, 15 miles away from the, the castle itself. Yeah. So well, we, we take found, the, oh, look, we found the taxi driver. The first thing, you know, we're telling him this is where we, we want to go because we were supposed to get a bus that was supposed to go close to there. But of course, like the buses only ran like once every seven hours or something. And we missed it and all this stuff. But we, we were telling the taxi driver and uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I think I, I, I think I know where that's at. Um, it's not showing up on my GPS, but I have a, a pretty uh, good idea where it might be. <laughs> and we're like, oh, going like this for money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so that was pretty funny. So yeah, the taxi driver didn't really like even know where it was at. But I can't remember how much it was. But yeah, it was it was a it was a little ways. So we got to Chillingham Castle. We spent the day at Chillingham Castle, spent the night there. And it was nice because it was off season. So there wasn't, it wasn't overcrowded with guests. Or in fact, I think there was maybe just, I think, four other people staying there mm-hmm. besides us. So we got to, you know, do a nice little tour. And the fun thing about it is, you know, of course, they claim Chillingham Castle is the most haunted castle in the UK. So, you know, that's the castle you got to go to. Mm-hmm. And they tell you all these horrid stories of torture and hangings and all the bloodiest history that you could imagine. And as we take this tour, as he's starting to wrap up the tour for the night, you know, he's talking about the haunted forest too. Around he's he's talking about the haunted forest. Sorry, he went out. <laughs> Did I go out again? Sorry. That's okay. So he's talking about this, you know, the haunted forest, and he says no one can you know stay out there after midnight <laughs> we're like what hold my beer i'm like okay yeah. i'm like challenge accepted 
So, of course, after the tour, first thing we do is we go out there. Now, this was a really dark night. I mean, There's no do, moon at all. I mean, it's no, completely black. No lights, nothing around there. Because you're in the middle of nowhere. The stars the only are light is that's coming out is the lights from the windows in the castle. And again, there's not that many lights in the castle because there's not that many people staying in the castle. So you go out there and you're in pitch darkness. And so you definitely need some light source to see your way around, especially if you're going to go through these trails in the woods around the castle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we're all geared up. We go, you know, traipsing around. We're walking around the trees where they did the hangings and stuff like that. And we're being told of all these stories that, you know, are supposed to happen. Apparitions are seen. Women are seen talking and wandering around. Exactly. In this area. <laughs> So it, it gets, you know, we're, we're having a good time, walking, checking things out. We're, and then also we start to hear what sounds like women talking. Hmm. Well, first and, of all, though, first of all, all of a sudden you say, June, did you just pull my jacket? And I was like, no, I didn't pull your jacket. And we've got this part on video even. <clears throat> and um, he was like, you know, somebody just pulled my jacket and he was, you know, just a little weirded out there when all of a sudden we start to hear the sound of women's voices and everything like this and um Eileen who was with us also she said oh darn it somebody's coming in you know to kind of break in on our investigation well we figured it was the the, because there were a few ladies you know staying at the castle too so we figured because we saw them on our tour so we figured oh they're gonna see you know what's going on after midnight in the woods as well so we were like great so we were trying to keep an eye out for them because we wanted to make sure we avoided them so we would be as far away from them as possible so we wanted to get away from them so we wanted to see where we they were going and we're looking and we're straining our eyes trying to see where these women are and we can't see anything. Now, remember, it's so dark, you can't walk around without, as they would say, yeah. a torch, you know, but of course, you know, a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we can't see any lights whatsoever. And all of a sudden, as we're, you know, just waiting for these ladies to wander out, you know, from the woods, nobody. And it just stopped. No. And we realized, well, first, we're really mad because somebody's breaking in on our, you know, investigation time. Then all of a sudden we realized, uh, we, did anybody see any flashlights? Anybody see any lights? And it didn't sound like they were that far away from us, maybe about 20 feet away from us in the woods. Um, yeah, there was no place they could have gone there. I mean, there was no car, you know, starting up, there was nothing. And there's no way they could have been walking around without a flashlight because, yeah, because I was like trying to use the camcorder to see where I was walking. Yeah, most of most of June's video that night is aimed at the ground so she can see where she's walking. It's really sad because there could have been an apparition right in front of me doing a little tap dance and I would have been like, I can't see. <laughs> That's awesome. That yeah. would be that would be pretty pretty nuts to experience though, because how do you how do you compute like your brain computes and your ears compute people are around you, but yeah, we just thought somebody was just, you know, kind of, you know, messing up our time in the woods. And then, you know, and then we find out, of course, the next day we're asking, you know, around and nobody was out in the woods except for us. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
Now let's let's jump into since you guys have a lot of miles on your tires together. Um, what is your most unnerving investigation road trip investigation? Together, um, let's see. Where you're like like your biggest w- WTF moment of like why are we doing this? Because every investigator I think has one or two of those where it scares the scares the shit out of you sometimes. I've had a few. Have we had anything? Our, our WTF is when June's driving and she gets lost. I've heard. I've heard and about she's that. A, and, and she's on dirt roads where she doesn't know oh where the hell gosh. she is. Yeah. That's, that's the moments where it's like, oh, my God, I am going to die. And I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. die because. Of- or like a head scratcher, even. Could be a situation where June kills me because <laughs> we're in this situation. <laughs> Ross, are you there? I do get a little upset. <laughs> um. Oh. I can't think of hardly any place that we've really been like really nervous or there's places we've been frustrated, mm-hmm. you know, like when you, I remember when we were doing Waverly Hills and of course everybody has to meet outside the gates and we got there nice and early and we're thinking, Oh my God, we might have this place to ourselves <laughs> and a car comes up. Okay. Okay. That's fine. There's just six people. Okay. This is still good. This place is, you know, pretty big. So, you know, we can avoid those six people. Another car, a couple cars come up. Okay. Now it's up to 12. Okay. Okay. We can do this. We can still do this. By the time they opened up the event, I think there was like about 30 people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of frustrating when you you, know, you pay to do a, a ghost hunt and you got about thirty people that you have to compete with. Well, I mean, at least the good thing about that is a lot of people left, you know. And well, we because we yeah we made it all night for that one. So we were the last team to leave. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. So one way to do so, it. Yeah, yeah. So you you know the true ghost hunters are the ones that are willing to stay you know until <laughs> the very end. And, that yeah, was pretty. Most exciting, of those, it was fun. It was a fun place, and most people left after the tour. You know, they took the tour, and then you got about half the group left. So, and then some of the places we were at, nobody was around, like the death shoot, the death tunnel, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the theater, everything. Nobody was around there, so that was pretty cool. But Did you guys pick anything up in Waverly Hills? I think we had some interesting experiences. I got that shadow hand that was uh, reaching out and touching Tammy. Yeah, because Tammy started. What did she talk about? She said that she felt like something was touching her, and then you clicked a you clicked a picture, and it looks like a hand right under her boob. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, really interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know the Mansfield State Penitentiary. Um, I I can't remember if we had some kind of creepy ish moments. Well, we were oh, up yes. there. In the, up in the attic that's where we did it yeah it was up yeah. in the attic so the first um me and june were doing our little investigation we had a couple of the tour guides you know following us around seeing how we do our investigation and we were up there and and this is the attic spot where they actually had to keep a bunch of prisoners when they were over uh, when they had overcapacitated. you know they had all these bunks in this area up in this attic space and i remember we were just there and also we'd hear somebody walking on the concrete you know like concrete there a little bit of gravel you know and concrete that 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 sound when you step on rocks as you're you know walking on concrete 
that was clearly coming right towards us and we could wow. hear it. And um, so that was pretty intense. And so we ended up getting the team together and we went back for the, for the last part of the night and we, you know, to see if we could, you know, have that experience again. And sure enough, you could hear the walking, but also the room just got dark. All of a sudden it just really yeah. dark and we all witnessed it at the same time. You know, sometimes you, you, you wonder. You've been in the dark and then all of a sudden it starts getting darker and darker. I mean, it was the strangest thing. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. Did you get the ear ringing sensation too? Like when it gets super dark like that and quiet? I, I get don't no, we call it an ear ringing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we did or not. <clears throat> but it was, yeah, it was very dark. And then everybody's standing still and we're hearing, you know, clop, clop. Club, club. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. <laughs> it was wow. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Give us some more memorable stories. That's what I'm looking for. I want to hear the scariest. Dig deep, guys. Scariest. Scariest. Give us a brothel one. Raw specialty. It's oh well, I was gonna say the shady lady. We have some shady lady experiences there in Centralia. I'm trying to think of ones where um, I've had plenty of situations where June was screaming. Yeah, let's get into those. Screaming. I never have screamed. <laughs> oh, yes. When there are furry <laughs> little critters running around, she screams. Okay. <laughs> Not the ghosts, but the okay, rats. Okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> what about I mean, your uh, 108 mile experience, Ross? That startled you. Oh world. yeah, that's right. Of course, I, I was there. But go ahead. <laughs> um, were you the one standing next to me during that? Yes, I was. Oh my god! So, <laughs> you, you, that's right. You have it on video. Yes, yeah, sure do. I just remember we were up in that in that farm, and shooting down that walkway where they say they see that dark shadow, and. I thought I saw something in the distance and of course we're only using flash. So we're taking flash photography and right in one of the flashes, it was just right in front of me that second. And I, of course I was like, Oh my God, you know? So, yeah, no, that was, it's even the energy in there. Like it was, it, it was, it appeared a lot darker in there. Even like you guys are talking about darker than usual, like visual, it kind of felt like that when we were on the catwalk there to me. Um, and yeah, I remember you saying, I, I should dig that video up and send it to you. Um, how. Yeah. I'd like it, to see that too. Yeah. I guess that you felt something was almost running at you. And mm -hmm. in the flash, that's when you, that'd be scary. <laughs> Cause I, I saw it in the distance in the darkness. I thought I saw something move in the distance. And then when the flash goes off, here's this dark silhouette, you know, right in front of me. Yeah. And it was just that split second of that flash of light. And I was like, yeah, that was starting. Now, now what's one of your guys' biggest pet peeves when you're on invet locations together, when you're on your, your trips? Pet peeves with Ross? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, no, pet peeves uh, when somebody, you know, it's like. My, my, I was going to say, my problem is, is a lot of times, you know, Ghost hunting, you understand when we when I started this, you didn't have to pay to ghost hunt. True. 
you know, a lot of the places we could get into were free and they weren't overrun by all these ghost hunters and enthusiasts trying to get inside their haunted locations. So it was more of a rare um, opportunity to do these investigations. But now, of course, due to the popularity of ghost hunting, you find a lot of places um, that you normally probably couldn't get into because now they open it up to the public, you know, for these ghost hunts and now you have to pay, which is nice. You know, there, there's its, its advantages and its disadvantages of the fact that now when you go to these places and you can't get your own, you know, investigation, you have to do their public investigations and dealing with the public is something that frustrates me when you get into some of these places you know when you you're dealing with other teams that don't know how to shut up during an investigation they don't know how to be quiet yeah. <clears throat> that really bugs me it's like they're you know yeah exactly or they're whispering you know it bugs me now because i see it on investigations where it's public ones um they bring out their iphone 12 they put on their ring light they bring out their tripod and they just start doing like an obnoxiously loud live session while being in these haunted locations. And it kind of ruins it for everyone. Hey, but right. they're getting that clout. But now it sounds like we're getting into the angry ghost hunter, Ross. I know, I know. We've got <laughs> to watch ourselves here. We have, but a lot of pet peeves, but... we have eight minutes, 38 seconds left of our interview, as presumed. Well, we have um, like 180,000 more um, places. Stories. To I know. <laughs> I, I want, I'd, I'd like we to. We didn't even get to finish our Haunted Castle tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was you just know, our first castle. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to do like volumes one or episode one, two, three. And just <laughs> you know, we. I, I have to say that it. I, I'm very lucky to have the opportunities to travel all over the world. You know, even the team has been very fortunate to have these opportunities to travel, you know, just not outside the world, but every year we do a hundred road trip. So we, you know, fly into one city, rent cars, and we drive around and hit all the Honda hotspots, and then we fly out of another city. That would be fun. So, you know, we, we do that every year. And I know we're planning right now is going to be Arizona, where we want to hit a lot of the ghost towns down there Damn. and uh, fly out of New Mexico, I think, is what we decided. So... Yeah. We got a lot of really cool trips lined up that we want to do. And um, I know COVID has kind of put a hold on a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Our last trip we got to do was uh, in Rome. We went to Italy. We did Rome and Sicily and all that, which was amazing. Got to stay mm -hmm. in some haunted castles there and visit some amazing haunted places and temples and all that stuff. Um, so I definitely do try to keep this group active and traveling because i think it's very important that we especially when we get a chance to go overseas to learn about different cultures and their beliefs mm -hmm. and it's just amazing and i am very grateful to do that and i'm very grateful to have you enjoy me on a lot of these adventures mm -hmm. a lot of times i used to do them all by myself That's, yeah how do you keep your team active or how do you guys remain active with uh, paranormal investigations especially with covid and that well, we, we do follow the social distancing, you know, uh, rules. Um, we ask that everybody still mask up um, for safety. Now, I know we're dealing with the Delta variant. You know, we definitely want to keep everything safe. It's still been kind of slow for us, a little mm -hmm. quiet. Um, yeah, right we're now, getting a lot of inquiries, but I think a lot of people kind of freak out a little bit about having people in their home. 
Yeah. With, with the co- you know COVID going on and and the variant, so. Indeed. Now, Ross, June, what do you guys have for the next? <clears throat> let's go three to six months. What's your three to six month travel plan, guys? Well, we're I don't know. Hopefully, if nothing weird goes on or the variant doesn't go crazy, we are going to Salem. Massachusetts. Uh, oh, damn, dude. That would be awesome. Yep. You going and for Halloween? No, we're going uh, in September. So awesome. just before Halloween. It's crazy to be there around Halloween. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been there a few times during I've Halloween. never been there before, so I can't wait. So we're oh. going to have a lot of fun, fun places to see and you know, investigate. Check out the witch house, House of Seven Gables. Oh man, that'd be <laughs> wicked. Have I you been before us? What's that? Have you been before? Uh-huh. I've been to Salem quite a few times. Have yeah. you investigated all the witchy type places or any I got to investigate the witch house. Um let's see what else there was a hotel right across the street from the witch house that we investigated. Um what else did I do in Salem? I think I know there was a couple other places. Hawthorne was nice and let me do kind of a little walkthrough and do an investigation on my own. Um, wasn't a full-on investigation, but it was still pretty cool to check it out because there are some good stories. Hopefully, we can do that again. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything notable in the witch house? Um, the witch house, I got a couple of strange sounds on uh, possible EVPs, but nothing that you could actually make out. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you also have to understand if it is haunted by, you know, by the ghosts of back in the day, you know, you're talking about early English, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that might be a little harder to translate. You know, even when you watch the movies, it's not always correct in the movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I found out that the original, I guess, the uh, original hanging spot that was actually the real hanging spot that they um kind of pinpointed is now, I guess, in the middle of a Rite Aid or Walmart or some kind of convenience store. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which which one it is, but uh, it's kind of sad. I was thinking, you know, bring our instruments in the store. You should. <laughs> well, you can actually go into the cemeteries, too, which are kind of cool. I've done the cemeteries, walk through the cemeteries at night, and uh, you can get some pretty interesting things there. Awesome. So that's one of our big our big trips coming up, so I can't yeah. wait. That'll be a good one. Okay, you guys should um, come up here one day. Well, hopefully. We want to. You keep teasing us with your photos. I know. We're knocking and they won't let us in. I'm sick and tired of hearing you constantly going neener, neener, neener. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, like. I was just telling Ross before we went, before you came on, June, I, um, Sandra and I went to like what was it? Six or seven locations in like four days ish. And it was pretty busy, busy, busy. Um, one of the cemeteries in Greenwood, the Greenwood Cemetery, Greenwood, British Columbia has one of Jesse James gang members buried in there. Hmm, There's a lot, of, a lot of cool history there. So he ran up to Canada to escape extradition or. He, uh, he was part of the Confederate army during the civil war. And while the Civil War was winding down, did you know that the Confederates came up to Victoria, British Columbia to get supplies? I didn't know that. Neither did I. I was doing my history. (laughs) And he decided he liked it up here. And the Civil War stopped when he was having a business meeting up here regarding supplies. And I think by by then, this would have been Oregon Territory. 
Yeah. So. 1864, I guess, around there. And then he moved yeah. to Vancouver, then up to Greenwood. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I would, um, I want to do this again. It, 40 minutes was not long enough. I think I'm going to have to uh, buy Zoom so we can do this longer because we can do a whole Haunted Castles episode. Oh, the castle tour was amazing. Like I said, that's one of our most memorable trips, visiting all the castles and staying in them. I mean, we spent four days in a haunted castle, had the whole castle to ourselves. That was amazing. That's the way to do it. I mean, yeah, Roslyn Castle was just amazing. <clears throat> I spent you most have... of my time on a big fluffy down couch in front of the fire. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was ghost hunting from there. That works. <laughs> and recording the haunted toilet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> haunted toilet that just kept flushing. Yes. Yeah, toilet kept flushing by itself all night. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> the water, yeah, the water came on. It was pretty cool. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to cut it now because we're less than 20 seconds. So, all right. It was fun. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Be safe. <laughs>